Thank you for joining us on the Bethel Church Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to help you connect, love, disciple, and serve in the places you live, work, and play. Hosted by Pastor Jeremy Dean and Josh Consalvo, together they share in a discussion on the matters of life, faith, and doing ministry. To learn more about Bethel Church, you can visit lovingbethel.com. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. We are back. It has been a little while since we have been on the podcast, and we're excited to be back. We're kind of rebooting the podcast um, and going to be releasing it over the next few weeks. Um, We're going to do it in various series and various topics that we're going to be talking about. But um, I am Josh Consalvo. Um, Hopefully you know that. If you don't, that's okay. I am the student pastor here at Bethel, and I'm alongside our pastor, Jeremy Dean. How are you, Jeremy? I'm doing great, Josh. I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, we are doing this a little bit differently, but I'm excited about what our plan is for this year and, and how, how it will be a benefit not only to everybody who listens, but also to, to small group leaders. Yeah, so a couple things that you might notice. First, you might notice that there is no video. Um, This is only going to be an audio podcast for the time being. Um, We figured it might be a little bit more accessible if we just make this a downloadable audio file that you can listen to um, on. We're going to have it available in a number of ways. You can be listening on uh, just all your podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, um, so on and so forth. But we'll make this available on our website in a number of ways that you'll be able to access it. Obviously, if you're listening now, you have found it. Um, but yeah, that's the first thing you might notice different, that we are just an audio podcast now. Um, and the second thing that, and this is more about, you know, kind of the philosophy of what we're doing, is we want this to be a, a number of things. It could be a resource for anyone. The, the topics that we're going to be discussing are... Um, Topics that anyone can can grow in, learn in, um, and discuss. But we also want this to complement our small group leaders and our small groups in general. We don't think this is going to be like a main source material for any small group discussions, but we think that groups can take this these series of podcasts that we'll be doing and and complement the discussions they're already having. So whatever topic we might be discussing on a given episode of the podcast or in a given series, we think that you could use this. Um, like I said, to complement the conversations that you're having. Yeah, I agree. And I think where our focus this year is really going to be on practical ministry, really some practical things that and applications that we can take scripture and, and how do we then, then do it? How do we live it out? Um, and, and, and hopefully uh, that's the conversations you're having in your groups is, is not only what are we learning, what scripture says, but then what does that look like in our day to day? And as we, in our relationships, as we interact with our family, with our neighbors, with those we work with, um, as we're on the golf course, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's what we're looking for, ha- helping you put hands and feet to what scripture says. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that if you are or if you are listening to this and um, you think that it would be valuable to your group or to uh, an individual, uh, feel free to share these with your friends on on your uh, social media platforms or, you know, send a text or, you know, just use this as a tool to um, to to witness to other people, to share with other people, to um, disciple other people, whatever, whatever you see fit for this. Uh, we want it to be that, um, you know, we don't want to put it in, in a box that this is just for small group leaders or this is just for our church or this is just for, you know, who whoever. But, um, you know, if you find this beneficial or you think that you've been praying about someone or a certain topic and you think that this would be good for them, go ahead and send it their way. So this particular series that we're going to be doing is going to be a three episode series and we're going to be kind of um, taking three words that you may have heard us as a church 
uh, use over the past, I guess, year or so. Um, and we're going to break them down uh, episode by episode. And those three words are, of course, prayer, care, and share. Prayer, care, and share. That's right. And so right now, today in this episode, we're going to focus really on on prayer and and kind of going back to that, you know, we really want this to not only be application but a conversation starter. That that maybe when you're in your small group or you're with your family or or whoever it might be, that you you can start having conversations about how are we praying for other people? How is prayer a part of our lives individually, but as a group, as a church? Um, how does it affect and 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 make a difference in in, in how in the way we live our lives or in the way that we reach other people with the gospel? What is prayer really all about? And and prayer care share as a whole is really kind of a strategy, kind of a framework for how we at the church do mission. Um, and so before we dive into that, we need to understand what the word mission really means. Josh, what do you what do you think about when you think about missions? Yeah, so it was very hard for me to take this question internally and not just uh be super christian about it which this that's where we're going but like just as as a baseline idea of what does the word mission mean i just wrote it means to have an end goal in mind like what do you want to accomplish your mission is to do this that or the other or the or the other a lot of times um you know we just kind of celebrated the new year that's where a lot of people you know individually go on mission and that mission could be you know, people make jokes about people wanting to get in shape or to go on a diet or to read more books. Or for me, it's to sometimes play more board games or, or, or you know, be more intentional with my friends, whatever it may be. I, I People, you know, we call them re, uh, New Year's resolutions, but like they're little missions for people to go on. A lot, a lot of companies um, have mission statements, and that is sometimes the kind of the, the, the backbone of, of what they're trying to accomplish as an organization. Um, as a church, where you know our, our our mission statement is one thing, but that thing constantly is evolving through individual people. But a lot of you know, you know, if you had a bakery, your mission statement might be to serve the most high quality cupcakes and 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 you know bring a community together through baked goods. You know, a mission is an individual goal or a group goal. Yeah, yeah, and there's goals for sure kind of wrapped up in it. It's what you want to accomplish, right? I think you said that really well. And so, yeah, there's there, even in our culture, in our world, mission is 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 a key phrase, a key word. It's what we, we, we hear that quite often, you know? And so, really, is, the, is there a biblical mission? And I think Scripture is very clear that God is a missional God um, from the very beginning when He created everything and He created everything good. Uh, the, really, the mission was for us to have a relationship with Him and not be disrupted. We know that sin came into the world when you read Genesis 3 and really it did it disrupted that relationship we have with the father and from that point on as you read through scripture you see God's mission to restore or reconcile humanity back into a right relationship with him and ultimately that comes through faith in Jesus Christ when he sent Jesus uh, to, to to live on this earth to live a righteous life to die on the cross to forgive us of our sins then he rose again the third day conquering sin and death and really making a way for us to to be reconciled back to him God's mission is that is his glory it's his namesake it's us to be in that right relationship with him and Jesus before before he ascended, gave the church that mission to go and make disciples of all nations. And so, and so really, missions is biblical. There is a biblical mandate. There is a biblical mission that God is missional himself. And so as a church, connect, love, disciple, serve, that's what we're about. 
We are connecting with others, loving others, making disciples of others, and serving others in love. Why? So that we can accomplish the God-given mission that we have. And, uh, and, and we want to do that in everything. We want to accomplish that in everything that we are about. And, uh, and so that's, that's who we are. That's what we're about. And as we're talking about prayer, care, share, you know, it, it kind of becomes, okay, so that, that's big, that's lofty, right? It's, it's how then do I, um, as just, you know, Jeremy Dean, the, the follower of Christ, how do I engage on mission? How do I accomplish that connect, love, disciple, serve? What does that look like? And here at Bethel, we really encourage those three things, prayer, care, share. It starts with prayer. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that listen to this are probably going to say, well, yeah, Jeremy, it's really easy for you, the pastor of a church to engage in mission. It's your, it's your, it's your livelihood. Um, and, and yes, that is, you know, true to some extent, but at the same time, we think that, um, the mission of our church really is accomplished by the people within. And in order to get to that point, I, th- I think these three things, of course, that, you know, you know, it's it's broad strokes, this prayer, care, share idea, but we're going to kind of get into the, you know, the micro level of it a little bit, too. And I think that it really does for in a lot of ways start with prayer. It really does. Yeah. You know, one, there's a lot of verses we can go to. I think, you know, with uh, with with Jesus's model prayer when he in Matthew chapter six, verses nine through 13, he tells us in there to be praying for the kingdom to come and his will to be done. That's a missional prayer. The mission is that we want God's kingdom, his rule, his authority to be here on earth as it is in heaven. We want his will, his plan, what he wants to accomplish to be done over what we want. We want his goals to supersede our own goals. And so we're praying for mission in that respect. Um, It also tells us, Jesus says in John 15, verse 5, I'll read this verse to you. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. And that bearing much fruit is, is the accomplishment or the fulfillment of that mission. It's right, seeing that mission actually being um, accomplished. And, and we can't do that on our own. Uh, we, we have a lot of skills. We have a lot of talents. There's a lot within the church. And I'm not just talking about Josh and I, even though Josh is a very talented guy. Uh, but in the church, we, there's, a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of skills and a lot of talents and things that are, at, that, that, that are represented. And God's given us those gifts, and he wants us to steward those and use them. But by ourselves, apart from the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, those skills, those talents, those gifts aren't going to accomplish much. Yeah, you stole my thunder there a little bit. But, I mean, it's it's the truth, like to, uh, to skip prayer in any capacity in your life is to assume that you have the answers and sure you can come up with some decent ideas on your own and some, um, you know, not nice thoughts and, and maybe even, a you know, a somewhat intelligible plan, but ultimately without the authority from God given through the wisdom that you ask from him, um, you know, it's going to be hard to accomplish the mission that God has given us if we're not going to him asking for help. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, 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 and so that kind of leads into like, okay, cause we're, we want, we want to narrow this down and not just talk about prayer in general, but, but being on mission that, that we want to accomplish the mission God has given us. It starts with prayer. So what specifically should we be praying for? We can, we obviously generally pray that God's kingdom come, his will be done, but then 
let's be more specific. What does that look like? What are we asking for? And one of the first things, there's a lot of things we could list here, but one of the first things that comes to mind is uh, that time when Jesus was standing um, and looking out over, over Jerusalem and his disciples were with him. This is in Matthew chapter 9. And, and, and he, he, he tells them he has compassion for the crowds that he sees. And he instructs the disciples, the 12, to pray for workers, to pray that there would be laborers in the harvest because the harvest is right for, uh, you know, for that time. And, and what he's saying is that there are people in this crowd who are hurting, who are sick, who are in need, whatever that need may be. There's certainly those in this crowd who are far from God. They're lost and, and they need someone to come and meet their need, to come and help them, to come and love them, to come and share the good news with them. That's working out that mission that Jesus came for, right? And so he he instructs his followers in that day and time. That's early in the Gospel of Matthew. It's not like it's late in the ministry, but he's instructing that we need to be praying that God would send out workers, missionaries, pastors, teachers, just not not even just those I guess what we would say is high positions, but but just sending out people who genu- genuinely care for others around them and are concerned for their spiritual health. You know, so we we, we pray for workers, we pray for laborers. We want to ask, but you know, obviously we want to we want to be a worker ourselves, but we want to ask for God to kind of raise up those around us. And I think we need to encourage people in that too. You know, I, I think often. Um, we think it's a daunting task. It's all on our shoulders. And even, even if you're thinking about how, how can I reach my neighbor, you know, you feel like that, that's a, that's a, there's a, there's a lot of pressure there. And there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of hesitancy. What does it look like to, to start that conversation? What does it look like to go across the street? You know, what, what would I say? What if I say the wrong thing? We, we, we rationalize our way out of the situation a lot. And, and, and I think that's important that when we pray, that we ask God to, to, to give us partners, right? Give us helpers as we go out and we do this mission. Um, but also I think in our prayers, we ought to target the very needs. We, we need to target the concerns that are in our community. Uh, you know, in Matthew um, 25, Jesus talks about the different things like, you know, when, when uh, the least of these, right? When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me water. I mean, he talks about those very basic things. And, and, we need to be concerned as, as a church, as a small group, as a ministry team, as individuals. We ought to be concerned about the needs of those around us. And we ought to be asking the one who can supply all of those needs to do it. We need to, we need to be sharing that concern the Father has for those in need around us. And, and so praying for them and praying for opportunities to serve them. You know? Well, I was going to say, like, you could, the, if, you're, if you are... If your heart is stirring for the mission, um, a very easy foot in the door is through meeting needs. Yeah. Um, and you may not, you know, right now listening to this, no, you, you probably do, but you you may not know anyone that has any needs whatsoever. That's a great place to start. Uh, pray for, uh, you know, those opportunities to see where people have need or to for the Lord to open your eyes to to the people around you that probably do have needs that you can fulfill or that. Uh, you know how you can, you know someone else that can feel that you can connect or, or whatever it may be. Uh, I think that's a great place to kind of get your foot into the, you know, the mission field, which 
sounds like a scary, you know, phrase, but like to get your foot in the mission field, it a lot of times starts with just simply meeting needs. And and if if you can start to recognize those, or if the Lord can help you recognize those, which you can, um, it's a great place to start. Yeah, and it's something that we all can do. Like we're all called to be workers in that, right? And so, and and and, but also too, you know, it, it's the scope of it. Um, I I love what one of our small groups on Wednesday nights is doing, and, and they they did a study called the Engagement Project. If you if you're interested in doing a study on on, on mission and loving your neighbor and and and, and going into more detail on the things we're talking about, um, the Engagement Project is a great study. Uh, and, and I've loved the testimonies that have come out of that group about how they are putting into practice this, this being missional with their neighbors. Um, just one particular example, one lady has, has over the last several months um, just made it her engagement project to meet her neighbors, to have a conversation, not necessarily a gospel conversation, not necessarily a churchy conversation, but just to get to know her neighbors. And she's offered them gifts you know, around the holidays. And, and, and it's, it's opening doors of opportunity, like you're talking about, to get your foot in um, just by showing that kindness. You know, and um, I and, and two going back to prayer, I, I remember you might have heard me share this story um, because it was just kind of impactful for me. Uh, I drove uh, around one day on a Tuesday and just prayed for God to open my eyes to some of the needs in our community. It took maybe forty-five minutes for me to drive around and pray that prayer, and I came away away with from that with with about six or so ideas of how we as a church or I as a, in my family could love on our community and just make those connections. And so when we're talking about praying and what do we pray for, what are the targets in our prayer, we want to be praying for workers. We want to be praying for and letting God show us what those needs are. And we just talked about a lot of physical needs, but there's also the spiritual need. You know, that's the difference, you know, when we started talking here you know, mission is a word that's often used even in the corporate world and businesses. Uh, but but what makes our mission as a church different from just community service is that our end game is sharing the gospel of Jesus. And we'll talk more about that in a later episode. But, but we don't want to just feed the hungry to feed the hungry. We want to feed the hungry so that we can share the love of Christ with them. Right. And, and I think this is twofold because... Um, it, it might be really easy for you to think that we're just talking about the like completely spiritually lost and and we are talking about the spiritually lost, but we're also like talking about the spiritually like wandering or spiritually um, stumbling or the spiritually like off the beaten path. Like mm-hmm. there's a there's a Jeremy and I had an opportunity not long ago to like, you know, help someone out that was in need and I'll spare the details. Um, but you know, Jeremy did a good job of, of discussing the gospel and, and kind of opening up that conversation. And, and something that struck me about their response was, Oh, I haven't been in church in a while, but I used to go all the time. And, you know, I, I I have a Bible and, and, and like these people that, you know, at some point in their life had some kind of faith foundation. And, you know, the idea of making disciples is, is making followers and, and, and people that are mature disciples. And, you know, that is a, is a lifelong process. So your end goal is not always just like, Hey, I want you to pray to receive Christ. It it might just be like, Hey, I need to like kind of hold your hand and kind of walk you back towards the path that, 
that you need to be walking on. And so that alone, I think, brings the intimidation factor down a little bit, especially here, you know, in the Bible Belt. You have to imagine that a lot of people you're going to come in contact with have some kind of understanding of of God and Jesus and faith in general. So, um, you know, when you're praying for those opportunities and you're praying for like a way to meet needs, you know, don't put all the pressure in of salvation on your shoulders because first of all, you can't do that. And, and second of all, you may not, you know, need to have to do that. You may just be like the, the right person at the right time, you know, for the right person. Um, Anyway, little tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a tangent at all. I think that's, I think that's spot on because one, the 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 pressure isn't on us to accomplish this. The pressure is, if you want to put it this way, it's on God to do the right. to the saving. Right? It's our responsibility as a church is that we just simply love our neighbors, and when we make the most of the opportunities, it tells us in in Colossians to to share the truth with them, and and that might be a full sit down you know, gospel conversation from beginning to end, or it could simply be that 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 seed that you planted, you know, that, that makes a difference for them. It could be just that act of kindness that one day was enough to remind them that there is a God who loves them, right? You know, and get them back to where they once were. You know, it, it we don't know fully what people need, uh, but God does. And so we just want to be faithful and available. And that really does start with prayer, because if we really care, if we really love people, if we really want to accomplish the mission, we're going to seek God's face to do it and him to give us the wisdom. And I love that in James 1, 5, that, that he tells us if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask and God will give it generously. Mm-hmm. Right. So in all when you're when you're praying for your neighbors, when you're praying for your work, your co-workers, when you're praying for your classmates, your or your your family members, whoever it may be, and the family members may be the hardest to 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 have these kind of conversations with. But when you're praying for them, trust and know that God's gonna He's gonna show you what to do. He's going to open that door. You're going to, when you're praying and you're in step with the spirit, you're going to clearly see the opportunity and he's going to supply you the words to say, and you're not going to mess it up, you know? And, and so, so that's why prayer is so important that we are in, in alignment, that we are in tune with what God is doing and that we can make the most of those opportunities and not put too much on our shoulders, but, but just be available and willing when he's leading. Right. And, and, and not to put the pressure back on you, but, um, you want to be prepared for those moments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes those moments are going to come when you're not ready for them, you know, not when you think you're not ready for them, you're not expecting them. Um, and you know, not to say that the Lord can't still provide you the wisdom and, and the, and the words to say and the right things to do, you know, if you hadn't prayed that morning, it's not what I'm saying, but you want to be prepared in that you want your heart to be in a place as you live your day-to-day life to be on the mission and yes that does put a little bit of pressure back on you the individual but at at the same time it's freeing because you know that the lord um will prepare you through the simple act of prayer absolutely you know so so that that, so that going back to this 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 prayer you know we want to start here and and praying for these needs for these workers for the opportunity uh, to reach the lost and have you know and religious really to do this mission, but to pray for the wisdom to do it in the way God leads us to, um, and 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 just like you said, God is going to supply. God is going to give you what you need. Um, I love John fourteen where Jesus says, "Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works 
than these will he do because I'm going to the Father. And you're thinking, Jesus did awesome stuff. How in the world are we going to do greater things than him? He's not talking about that, you know, that you're going to do something greater than walking on water, something more significant. He's talking about, you know, uh, far reaching, you know, where Jesus was here in a specific geographic location for a specific time in history. And he did certain things for those crowds and those disciples today, man, we've, you're listening to a podcast and you might be in California or you could be somewhere else in the world. I mean, we have opportunity to reach and do greater things and reach more and more people with, with love and with truth. And, and so uh, that's really humbling and knowing that God is going to do it. He's the one that's doing the work. You know, it's, it's really the reason we're focusing on this, you know, at this time of year, you know, in, in, in the end of January, in February, 2022 is, is, I'm looking forward to what God's going to do this year. I really believe that he is going, he's equipping us. He's preparing us as a church, as small groups, as ministry teams to be on mission. That is to love and care and pray and and to share the truth with those around us. And I think God's going to, as we're faithful in that, God's going to work and he's going to do awesome stuff. You know, um, just the other week, you know, uh, again, kind of you know, your circle of influence doesn't have to be so broad that you're thinking about, okay, I need to go to, you know, Africa, or I need to go to Panama, or I need to go over here. It may very well be that your circle of influence is just growing across the street. Uh, I was able to meet a neighbor. Um, you know, we, we sometimes live near neighborhoods and neighborhoods, but we're not often neighborly. Uh, I don't know if, if, if anybody else is like that. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just the un- most unneighborly person. I don't know. But, uh, but I went for a run the other day, met a guy and uh, who's a neighbor of mine, and it's the first time I'd met him, and I was just glad for the opportunity to, to meet someone, someone new, have a conversation, get to know them, and I'm praying right now that God would just give me another opportunity. Um, I don't feel like I missed anything. I'm not saying that at all. I just The more that I can talk with this guy and, and, and build a relationship with him, um, that, that I want to do that. I mean, that's what I'm called to, and, and, and it's not just to get an opportunity to share the gospel. It's um, whether he becomes a follower of Christ or a believer or anything at any point in his life, that's not up to me. That's up to God. But I'm praying for an opportunity to just love my neighbor. Yeah, and I, I would say personally, like um, there have been plenty of opportunities or or, or, or or moments in my life where, like recently, I got a phone call from a friend that was wanting to kind of re-enter the church world had been kind of wandering a bit and said, he said, there's a lot of things I miss about it. I have been figuring life out for a bit and I, and I want kind of get my way back. And that call caught me off, caught me by surprise because it was just, you know, a random, you know, Wednesday afternoon or whatever it was. And I remember in that moment, I, I quickly prayed. And even in that moment, I was like, Lord, I don't know what I'm about to say, but whatever it is, like, let it come from you. And, you know, I'm not saying that I, you know, gave him the greatest advice ever given, but I, I like to believe that the Holy Spirit was in that conversation and, and was guiding things and was helping things um, so I could help a friend, um, ultimately, um, who who was ready for, you know, a step in faith of some capacity. So prayer is important. <laughs> it is. It really is. And, and, and it really kind of comes down to, in some ways, simply to we are praying and asking God, 
where can we join him in what he's already doing? You know, God was already working in that situation with your friend, you know, and he just, he, he gave you the opportunity that you made the most of and, and, and prayer came, prayer was instrumental in, in that whole process. You know, so, so we're, we're going to wrap this up. What, what, is, what, what do we expect, you know, you to do with what you've heard today? You know, I think, I think one is is you and God. Uh, we 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 ask and encourage you to to you spend time with your heavenly Father in prayer, and asking Him to show you who He would like you to connect with, how you might connect with them, and just begin loving those people by praying for those people. Well, I want to jump in real quick and and ask you a question because I I don't want to do this whole podcast and not answer this question because it just came to me. Um, you know, someone might be listening to this that has never really decided to intentionally work on their prayer life. How do you pray? How do you pray? <laughs> Not all to right, start a whole right. new conversation Whoa. 30 minutes in, <laughs> but I feel like it's important to at least like to, to ask this question at some point. Yeah, I think that's great. That's great. You know, it, it doesn't matter what age you are. I've had people who are older and been, been following Christ for a long time that still ask that question. In fact, that's the question that the disciples asked. If you go to Luke 18, they, they were walking with Jesus for a while and they finally just, they had seen Jesus pray, go off in the distance and pray. And, you know, and, and they said, Jesus, teach us how to pray. And, and that's where we get the model prayer, right? You know, you can read the model prayer and I call it the model prayer because it's not. It's there's nothing special about the words. It's not a formula. It's not a you know. It's not a magical spell or whatever. It's 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 just a model of how to pray. Right. Not and, saying you can't use that prayer. Yeah. As a starting point. Yeah, yeah. But if it ever becomes like a rote kind of routine thing, right. you're just saying those words to kind of check it off your list, and you've totally missed the point. Right. Um. But but so Jesus said, "Pray then like this in Matthew chapter six verse nine and 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 first if I summarized it with an acronym, I like. P-R-A-Y, pray. P stands for praise, taking time to praise God the Father for who He is and what He's done. It really is a posture of submission. It's recognizing that God is the one who's on the throne, and and, and I submit to His authority, right? Um, and so it's praising God for that. Um, and then R is repent. There's, we, we need to take time to examine our hearts, examine our motives, um, recognize those things in our lives that are not honoring to God, those decisions we've made that were wrong, those temptations that we gave into when we shouldn't, those times that I was rude to my wife. You know, that's that's often my worst. But, um, <laughs> you know, but we, 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 we take time to to confess those things and repent. That, that's a churchy word for just really to, to turn away from those things and turn back to doing what God has called us to do and living the way He's called us to live so that we're, our lives are in alignment with Him. See, prayer is a lot about that. It's about just aligning yourself to who God is and what God wants. So praising Him, confession and repentance. A is asking. You know, he, he invites us to ask. And there's all kinds of things. We've talked about things already, about things we should ask for specifically on mission. But he even says in verse 11 that, you know, give us this day our daily bread. That is, ask for the things that you need. Um, ask for the things that, 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 that are going to benefit you, that God wants for you. It's not, he's not Santa Claus. He's not just going to go out and give you all kinds of stuff you don't need. He, he cares about you. But, but he, wants you, he wants to hear your concerns. He wants to hear what you're asking for. He wants to, he wants to hear your heart. And, uh, and so he, and he's gracious and he's generous, you know, and, and so, and, and even James says that we have not because we ask not, you know, and so, so praise the father, repent of sin, ask, 
and, and make petitions of God? And then why is yield? Um, and so in that model prayer, it talks about, you know, yielding, like your kingdom come, your will be done. It's, uh, it's, we're, not, we're not praying for God to just give us what we want and do what we want him to do. He's not, he's not our puppet. He's not our, you know, he's, like I said, he's not Santa Claus. He's not some you know, cosmic genie who's just going to work things out for us. Um, we are submitting our lives to him. And, and so that acronym, P-R-A-Y, praise, repent, ask, yield, it's a good, good little guide to follow. And, and really, you can come to the Father and you can talk to him anytime. In fact, Paul tells us in, in, in one of his letters to, to, to the Thessalonians, you know, pray without ceasing. That doesn't mean that we sit there and we just mumble and talk all day long. It means that we are just in a constant conversation with the Holy Father. And, uh, and so, and that's the good thing about, you know, Jesus coming and, and, and dying on the cross in our place is, is that he opened that door for us to have free access to God, the father. Uh, we don't have to go through anybody else. You know, we have direct access to him. Yeah. And sorry to, to, to drop that on you here at the end, but I, I think it's important. Uh, recently as a church, we participated in the concert of prayer and had a really good night of prayer. Uh, a lot of people came and prayed individually, prayed together, uh, worshiped together. And, you know, you know, Jeremy, obviously in the month of January, talked about us being a prayerful church, prayerful church. And I think that this is a great place for us to kind of start. Um, and so, you know, what, what should you do now? Probably pray. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. And we, and so, so before you went off on that tangent, uh, we were right. saying that praying with God, like you on your own in your secret place, you know, praying, you know, like that with the heavenly father, but then but praying with your family, you know, take time. Maybe it's once a week. Maybe it's every day. It's whatever works for you and your family and, and your routines. Take time to pray with your kids, pray with your spouse, pray with your, with, 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 with moms and dads, grandparents, whoever it may be. Um, about these things we've talked about and other things as well. I think one of the beautiful things, you mentioned the concert of prayer. What I love about that is that we it really is people coming together, not just to pray for each other, but to pray with each other. And that's something we miss out on a lot. I think with your small group, you know, what do you do with this next? Take it to your small group. Um, you know, I'll, I know a lot of times it's easy to fall into the rut of whenever we ask for prayer requests, you know, you know, we, we, we throw out those physical needs, right? Those health issues, those, uh, and, and things like that. Um, but, but we ought to be just as concerned about the lost and, and, and spiritual needs and, and whether or not we as a group are on mission together, um, whether as individuals we're on mission at all, you know, we ought to be concerned about praying for those things as well. I heard somebody say one time that if we're not careful, we will pray uh, more often for people to stay out of heaven than for people to go into heaven because we're so concerned about health issues and things. And those things are right. good. We need to do that, but but that's not the main thing, you know. And so and and so and in praying with your ministry team, ministry team, your pray pray on your own, pray with your family, pray with your small group, and pray as a ministry team. Um, here at the church, you know, we have early childhood, elementary, middle, high school, adult prayer and Bible study groups, all these different ministry teams that are that are specifically ministering to a group of people um, as volunteers come together and pray for those kids, pray for those families, pray for the ones that you're reaching now, pray for those you haven't reached yet, you know, and and make that a priority in your team, in your small groups and in your family. Yeah, and I think that's a, a great place for us to 
kick off this podcast series, which I'm really excited about. Um, in the show notes for this podcast, so if you go, if you're whatever podcast platform you're listening on or um, wherever, uh, in the description for this podcast, there uh, should be a set of questions, a set of prompts, a, a discussion guide of some sort that you can use if you want to bring this to your small group, to your family, to whoever, um, for you to kind of just um, discuss the discussion that we just had. Um, if your small group is going to listen to the podcast or uh, you just want to bring this topic on, we have some questions for you guys to use for that. Um, otherwise, I think that about wraps us up. Anything else, Jeremy? I think it's great. I hope, I hope this will be a tool for you, your family, your small group, whoever it is, to help you guys and help us as a church put into practice uh, what we're called to do. Absolutely. And we will see you guys next week for uh, the next episode of the podcast where we'll be talking about the care of the prayer, care, share, prayer, care, <laughs> share. I can talk, I promise. All right. We will see you guys next week on the podcast. <laughs>